Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the charities or the people to whom you give. And why did you select the charity you did? And I'm, I'm going to expand this a little bit. How many of you are financially subsidizing your adult children? And let me take that one step further. Is the Ameri- what is the American dream anymore to you and your family? And is it attainable and achievable? Because I have to tell you, there are people I know in their 20s and 30s, and it's not like they're not making good money, and they don't think they're ever going to be able to afford a home because they're on the hook for a lot of money in student loan debt. And you know what? The problem is... Everybody is talking about the debt without talking about the reason for the debt. And the reason for the debt is big sheepskin. And you can do your own research on this. Big sheepskin raises its tuition at roughly twice the rate of inflation for everything else. And to make it even more disgusting, many of these institutions are sitting on billions of dollars in endowments. Nobody looks at the cause. The cause is colleges and universities are charging students too much damn money. And Good God, you go to medical school, there are books, single books, that cost you $600. You go to law school, there are books, one book, costing $500. That is confiscatory. We wouldn't allow that for a prescription medication without a massive uproar. And yet, the politicians don't dare attack big sheepskin because... That would be unpopular. Uh, I think it's time to take a real good look at big sheepskin. And, hey, I'm not a big guy for federal regulation, but these colleges and universities are out of their effing minds. And they are bankrupting the future. It's like, how much money can you possibly screw people out of and expect that their kids are going to be able to afford to go to your place? It Short term, all about the money. It's always about the money. Long term, how are these kids going to afford a house? How, how are they going to afford to buy a new car? How are they going to afford a refrigerator? I'm just asking. But then again, there is one thing I've noticed in life that 
The people who complain the most about not having money can always find money for two things, cigarettes and tattoos. It is, is that stereotyping? Maybe. Uh, but I'm just saying, personal observation. Personal, <laughs> you look like you want to say something, bro. Tanner Saunders. I thought you were going to say beer, not tattoos. That's what. Well, cigarettes. Okay, cigarettes, beer, and tattoos. Can always find the money for that. But I, I stand by what I'm saying. And this is a documentable, verifiable fact. You look it up yourself. Colleges and universities raise and have been raising their tuition rates at twice the rate of inflation for years. And they get away with it. Because they got people brainwashed into thinking, you know, if you get a bachelor's in sociology, over the course of your lifetime, you'll make $200,000 more than somebody without the bachelor's in sociology. And I call BS. You want to make money, become a plumber, an electrician, a carpenter. Do something with your hand. Well, (laughs) do something constructive with your hands for somebody... Oh, boy. Uh, there's just no getting out of that one. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And by the way, a- as bad as the bill season has been, this Von Miller story, can we ever have anything nice in western New York? Because, look, everybody is considered innocent unless and until proven guilty in a court of law. But, my God... You've got police in Texas looking for Von Miller for allegedly being physical in a really bad domestic situation with his pregnant girlfriend. What do you do if you're the Buffalo Bills? I I know what I think they're going to have to do, and it's not going to be real popular, but we'll wait and see how this plays out. But I just want to emphasize, nobody is guilty just because the police are looking for him. And everybody deserves their day in court. But good grief. I mean, talk about putting the bills in a really that, – that, that, that's the situation. I mean, obviously our thoughts are with the alleged victim in this case. But how, how would you like to be at one bill's drive right now? Because you know that there are emergency meetings being held. How do we handle this? It's uh, 15 minutes after four at News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, I'm just looking at. uh, Oh, I guess our previous caller hung up on us. No, he's there, Gary from uh, West Seneca. He just got disconnected during the break. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then I don't feel like I actually am going senile then. Thank you very much, Tanner. (laughs) I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm just saying I don't feel that way. There's a difference. Uh, here is uh, Gary in uh, West Seneca on WBEN. And we're talking about how you donate um, to uh, charities. Or maybe you help people out on an individual basis. Maybe some of you are helping to subsidize your adult children because they were banged by the colleges and universities that got as much of their money as possible and they graduate with a bachelor's degree and I'm going to tell you something else about college okay I've said this before I have a BA in communication and history and in the great scheme of things I got very very lucky 
But I'm going to tell you that in 2023, for most people, unless you're going to use your bachelor's degree as a stepping stone to become an accountant, an engineer, um, a lawyer, or a doctor, I think you're wasting your money. What the hell are you going to do with a sociology degree? In the words of Clint Eastwood in Dirty Harry, you'll go far. Uh, here is uh, Gary in West Seneca. Go ahead. Tom, you got a BS degree, too. <laughs> yeah, I can't really deny that one. Yeah, I bet you can't. But I'm never going to lie to you guys. That's right. You don't. But that's what I, that's why people keep calling, listening to you every day. So anyways, where I do you want to go again? I saved my lies for my personal life. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay, where do you want to start again? I told you about the two children I took care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, the, the one who couldn't walk, and you took him to the Shriners, and uh, the Shriners corrected his legs. He's a teenager now, and he's actually athletically involved. What have you heard What what have you heard from the mom who brought this little boy in who said, look, I cannot afford to treat this boy, and the Shriners took care of the kid in Erie, PA? Well, I, take, I, I, see, I say here every so often, well, I shouldn't say I see anymore because I'm legally blind because of being over in uh, the desert. Yeah, uh, that's a I, different story. Uh, dude, I, I am so sorry about that. And I know it doesn't mean much, but you have my everlasting respect, and I just I, I hope that you're being taken care of, and if you're not, it's criminal. Well, we can go both ways there. Uh, I respect what you said about the government. They, they love it. We're like a pawn in a chess you do what you're doing, and then they do throw you on the side and say, Do you know how many conversations I've had with you guys and the people from Alphabet Soup Land? You have any idea? Mm, many, because I've had many, too. Yep. But, yeah, we're, we're coming. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But uh, I have uh, – I won't get to it. This organization is taking care of me for that there. But, yeah, I've, I've we've had our shrine out here in West Seneca, like I said – We've we've taken care of a lot of kids, and we don't collect money for it because our money that we pay for the shrine, that's what covers those kids. Well, that's that's outstanding. It sounds a lot like St. Jude. My grandfather was a shriner. Uh, He died in 1969, so you wouldn't have known him, but uh, he took great pride in being a shriner. Yes, I would have known him. John Brusso? I bet you I did know him because I've been a shriner. For over 35 years. Uh, probably not, because 35 years. Do, do the math on that one, and uh, it doesn't oh, work out. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, I, hey, look, the same thing happens to me, because i got to tell you, like somebody now says, I'm 70 years old. And I think, wow, I'm a long way from... So- oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Go ahead. No, they come... They Damn birthdays. Out real quick, the, the times. But no, it's uh, St. Jude's, the shrine. But I've seen firsthand what, what they, the shrine can do. And I've seen also what St. Jude can do. So, I mean, these two organizations, yes, they are the decent, good organizations. Absolutely. Uh, and you guys can drink like fish. Hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. You've never been to a German table, then it's a shrine. <laughs> I've seen pictures of my grandfather. Believe me, I know. <laughs> uh, Gary, anything else you want to chime in with here? No, I think I, I wanted to tell you about that there because it's uh, the good organizations out there. 
and like you said before, the ASPCA. No, the SPCA. I worked there for a while, volunteering, uh, and it's a super organization. The people are wonderful. They do wonderful things for all the animals. They certainly do. Um, th- thank you very much, Gary. I appreciate that. And we are doing the Radiothon to benefit the SPCA on December 13th. I hope we can get Gina Latuka to come on with us. Um, very, very dear friend, and I really enjoy speaking with her and everybody she hooks us up with during the Radiothon. So to which charities do you give? I know Giving Tuesday was a couple of days ago, and I'm a day late, all right, two days late, and but not a dollar short because it, it is a season uh, of giving. It's a time when many of us reflect upon our blessings or our good fortune, and we uh, distribute a little swag around town as best as we can. Uh, here is John in Buffalo on WBEN. Hello. Tom, uh, good afternoon. Uh, let me get the, the accolades out of the way. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I talked to your brother Dick about Woodstock, and I talked to David as well. So this is an honor to speak with you, sir. Well, I wouldn't call it an honor, but it's, a, it's certainly a pleasure for me to talk to you. And my brother was not at Woodstock. There would have been zero chance my parents would have let him go. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I didn't say I, I, Oh, I, I know. I talked to him about Woodstock. I, I, oh, about I, I know. I, I, I heard you, but, uh, I mean, I, I, I still. No, he wasn't at Woodstock. I was. <laughs> I, I, I still love watching the movie. I, I'm not gonna lie. The Who's performance was electrifying, and Jimi yeah. Hendrix's performance absolutely legendary. And uh, the closing number he did was at what, Brownsville Station, um, and it was just an amazing tune. But well, anyway, go ahead. Joplin and the, the the poor guy that had to be on the stage for an hour and a half or two hours. And I, I always forget his name. Your brother told me what his name was. He kept sending the saying song over again, freedom, freedom. Richie he, Havens. He actually, thank you. Thank you very much. Your brother said the same thing to me, Richie Havens. I don't know why I can't remember that name. He, they couldn't land the helicopters. They couldn't get the people in. And he went on. And, uh, and your brother told me, John, I want you to know one thing. He, 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 he initiated that song on stage. He created that song on stage. <laughs> it, was, it was right at the top of his head. Anyway, wow. that's not my call. And, that's, and, and, and that song found its way into Quentin Tarantino's Django Unchained. Little note of truth. All right, there you go. There you go. But you do talk to your brother about that. He's told me. He t- I didn't know that. I did not. He said, John, I'm talking about Richie Havens. He 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 created that song on stage to kill time. Not too much to, to kill time, but but to just to talk about freedom. You know, we're all. 18, 20, 21 years old, right? It's freedom, freedom. And he went on. He was a poor guy. was on for an hour and a half on a, on a, a simple chair, a simple wooden chair, sitting there with his guitar. That was it. And, and a microphone in front of him. That was all it was. And nobody could get in. because The next guys couldn't get in because there were so many people there. I told you, brother, about the tickets that said food for love on them. And uh, you waited in line to get the tickets. Then they said, okay, what are we doing now with the tickets for, for, for the food? You go over there and wait in that line. And uh, we're getting out the subject here, but then you go in the airline. Yeah, and let's let's, let's hour stay, hour let's stay with the subject, because if you start me down the, the, the music path, I'm just going to get sucked down the rabbit hole. So which charity <laughs> is it to which you donate? Okay. Okay, good. Here's it. I got one for you. This is the dogs, a combination of dogs, the military, and the police. How about that one? I got all three in there for you. Cool. It's called, Paw, called Paws of Honor. Now, I got, you know, I was, it's, it's ironic that you should have this show today, because they were just going to mail this in today. I was going to mail this in today, but I've got it in front of me, so bear with me a little bit. I want to give you a little bit of background. I'm not proselytizing anything here. They just sent it to me because I give to the SBCA, and they said this to me. Cause of, Pause of Honor is called. It's called Two Heroes, One Leash. Okay? 
Now, this is what it's about. It's about retired canine heroes. It's, uh, I'm going to read this to you. Bear with me. Uh, it's for retired retired working dogs to be taken care of by those who, who, who handle them because the government considers them. What do they consider them, Tom? The same thing they consider them that you said they consider our military. Used used personnel. Used 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 commodity. Okay, your dedication to these animals who faithfully serve that nation is truly commendable. Blah blah blah. These are our canine heroes, who the military and the law enforcement used, and that now are considered used used equipment, and they're no longer cared for by the government. That's right up your alley with that one. This charity helps provide retired military and police canines with urgent medical care. I'm not going to give you a long story about it. That's it. So you want to do something for for, for dogs, people, and 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 uh, military and police. Pause and water. As I said, I'm not proselytizing anything. They no, it's said cool. It to me. I didn't. No, it, dude, it, it, it's very, very cool. You've done nothing wrong. And I mean, the thing with the uh, police dogs, usually um, the relationship that is established between the dog and the officer is such that the officer ends up adopting the animal after its service is through. You got it. You got it. Now, let me read this real quick. Let me do the back of the, 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 the mission. To provide veterinary care and products at no charge for retired military and law enforcement canines that have served our country. Retired canines deserve accessible, high-quality veterinary care in return for their commitment and sacrifice for the country, et cetera, et cetera. And, that, that, and their care should not fall on their officers, their handlers, or the veterinarians. And once they have been decommissioned, how about that for a word for a dog? Decommissioned. You're decommissioned, you're out the door. Yeah. Yeah, hey, look, man, you're preaching to the choir on, on that one. You know my feel. Know you, you know my feelings about uh, government and its lies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know it's to the all day. John, I know exactly. That's why. That's why I had to call in, Tom. I said I got it. I got to tell Tom. This is a, this is a three. It's a triple header. I said I told Tanner. I've got a triple header for you, Tanner. And by the way, Tanner's doing a great job for you. Oh, Tan- Tanner's I, I awesome. Uh, thanks. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Um, I, I've certainly heard of double headers. Well, baseball games. Uh, that's where I was going with that. You sick puppy. It's uh, 427 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, if you're on hold, uh, kindly stay there. I'd be happy to talk to you. Um, and we'll not get into much discussion of Woodstock. We will keep it on charities and to whom you give. Or do you keep the money close to home and help out your adult children who have $1,400 a month student loans they have to pay back? Yeah. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Is it Pink Floyd? Who's no. the one that makes you happy? It's um, Tesla. And I had to play that for Michelle O'Neill, who uh, sent us an email yesterday alleging that we only played the same Pink Floyd songs all the time as musical bumps. So I felt I had to make it up to her with Tesla by her request. There you go, Michelle. All right, it is uh, 437. To which charities do you donate and why? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Dan in uh, Chictawaga. Dan, you are on. Hello. Good afternoon, Tom. How are you? Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, tell you a little story, a little background. So about Seven years ago, I lost my wife to breast cancer, and previous to that, uh, she was uh, in treatment for about two years. Well, after the long-term disability run out, her, uh, her employer fired her, and we were both on her insurance. Uh, she had some emergency surgery. We had no insurance at the time, and we were whacked with a bunch of medical debt. And some friends uh, put together a uh, GoFundMe uh, uh, for us, uh, which, which, you know, I mean, it helped substantially. I mean, the, the bills were incredible, but, but just that, that act of kindness and, you know, uh, you know, a, a contribution here, a contribution there, some were small, some were significant, but, uh, that generosity, I mean, it, it really made a difference in a time of need. And so, uh, you know, so here I am seven years later and, uh, there were so many anonymous, uh, donations, you know, I, I couldn't possibly thank or express my gratitude. So here I am today doing that, you know, to anyone who knows me and uh, and helped me out at that time. I, I do appreciate it. Just out of curiosity, um, what percentage of the medical debt did the GoFundMe account actually clear up? About 25%. I was able to negotiate uh, probably about half of the remaining away and then uh you know over over time i i managed to get the rest of it taken care of wow so uh, yeah no it, i mean it, it made a difference because i was i was not seeing a way out and uh it it really did it uh you know it, it gave me you know gave me some relief at a time that i needed it and allowed me to focus on being present to my wife you know in her last days and stuff so see this is why this this is this your story is one of the reasons i'm leaning towards supporting socialized medicine because nobody should be in that position in a land of plenty nobody should have their entire life turned upside down because of the circumstances and situation you described that wouldn't happen in ontario it wouldn't happen in the uk it wouldn't happen in cuba yeah fair point you know i mean i you know i i got to work within the system you know that that i was in you know so it is what it is um but so so uh let me continue. So, so what I do is I, I try to pay it forward. You know, 
there was about $10,000 that was, uh, you know, given on my behalf that I was, uh, you know, the uh, recipient and beneficiary of. And, and uh, so, you know, when I see GoFundMes on uh, Facebook, you know, I'll read through them. And if, uh, you know, if it's, a, if it's a good cause or whatever, you know, $100 here, $100 there. I mean, I can do this 100 times and not not clear that debt of gratitude, you know. So, so that's just one thing I do. And then uh, there, there's a couple other uh, causes close to my heart. I love the uh, 11-day power play. Uh, I've got a buddy who's the uh, captain of the Buffalo River Rats, so I always contribute to that. And then my uh, wife, before she passed away, she was a uh, shift leader at Messenger Woods, which is an animal rehab uh, hospital out in uh, Holland, New York. And what they do is they take in, you know, birds that have been struck by the intent of a vehicle, you know, hawks and owls and eagles and, oh, cripe, all kinds, you know, bunnies and just everything. And they rehabilitate them there at the hospital, and then uh, they release them in a uh, suitable environment that they can thrive in. And so my wife was uh, very actively involved in that. And so, uh, you know, in in her memory, uh, I I always donate to that cause as well. So that's kind of what I do. But but I do keep it local. You know, there's – you know, there's always your fire halls. They they do a great job of uh, distributing, you know, any any generosity that the community's got to the you know to the people in need. I mean, I live in Machias, so it's a smaller community, but our fire hall is great, and and they do you know there, there's gift baskets and stuff, and they identify the families of, you know, in need in the community, and uh, and we take care of them. So you know, I make sure I go local also. Well, you know, this is obviously it's it's very important, and we've done a few shows on the shortage of firefighters in western New York. Um, it represents a tremendous commitment. State regulations have made a have made training. Uh, I mean, you've got to really want to commit to be a volunteer firefighter, and you put in a lot of your own hours and a lot of your own money, and and for what? No, exactly. No, it's a, it's a, it's a commitment. Um, there's a, uh, there's a young man, he's about 15. He's a neighbor that I've uh, been mentoring for a few years and, uh, you know, just different aspects. Um, and, uh, he, he's become a, uh, volunteer fireman at 15 is a junior fire fighter out there in Machias. And, you know, I got nothing but respect for that. That's, you know, it's so, so huge and such a great thing to see, you know, a young member of the community taking such an active part and in such a generous, uh, you know, endeavor. So yeah, applause to him, you know, and anyone who does that. Yeah. I, I, and, um, I remember one of the, Oh boy. Yeah. When we did the last show on uh, volunteer firefighters, like half a year ago, I think, uh, the one in Marilla did an open house. I don't know that they picked up any members, uh, from the open house, but just drove by there uh, a couple of weeks ago on the way out to Kodiak Jacks. I know it's not quite in your neck of the woods, but, uh, I kind of wondered driving by if anybody, if anybody signed up, if anybody continued the training. And, you know, one of the things that, again, I risk of repeating myself, um, it takes such a level of commitment, especially with all of the uh, regulations imposed by New York State. Yeah, well, and, and distractions. I mean, so, so you know, there, there's, there's sports, there's girlfriends, there's, 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 there's so many things that, that a kid wants to do at 16, 17 and stuff. So it's hard to commit, you know, that those couple nights a week and, and then all the time for training and stuff like that, you know, and it, it's the same thing, you know, you were talking about, 
you know the the economics and you know just how how does any anyone make it in this in this uh, economy or whatever. And, you know, I was just thinking about all the distractions. It's like you know years ago. I know I'm getting a little off topic, but years ago, you know, you, you had food, clothes, and shelter. Right now, all we've got are accessories. I mean, it's ten dollars for a lightning cord. It's ten dollars for a for uh, you know a block for your phone, and those go regularly and. You know, if you got a dog, you're you're not just getting a dog and feeding it. You you've got the leash, you got the vest, you got you know you got electronic collars, and you know there's all you know there's a special dog. There. So we we spend a lot of money on on silly things, and I th- I think if, uh, if the economy is uh, you know straining anyone's budget, maybe look at some of those things. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, what you are describing is what everybody saw coming back in the 1980s when Buffalo got wrapped up in the deindustrialization of America and we lost a lot of the middle class and the gulf between the rich and the poor just got larger and larger um, and the middle class basically you went from a single bread earner in a family and a stay-at-home parent to a situation where both parents have to work right right yeah no uh so i'll tell you what it was a whole lot easier when my wife was contributing you know so now you know i'm a single guy and uh you know my daughter just got out of college and uh you know you want to talk about the student loans you know, I'll say it again. I've said it on your program before. You know, it's not so much the debt, because that's that's something you can look at going into and you kind of do the math. But when you when you enter into a contract with a flexible, you know, uh, interest rate and it goes from nine percent to uh, you know fourteen percent because they gave a bunch of money to a bunch of people during a pandemic and caused the inflation that they can only control by raising the interest rates. I mean, you know, it, that's a recipe for disaster. Who's paying for the, all that money they gave out? These college students with uh, with the variable interest rate loans, you know. So I would say if you want to fix the uh, the student loan situation or the cost of college, yeah, one, they're overpriced. I, I'll give you that. You know, that that's, that's true. But how about a fixed interest loan? something that they can budget around because that's the that's the challenge we had i mean we just recently refinanced and got a fixed rate which which makes it manageable but until we did that you know she would have paid the same amount every month for the rest of her life never Mm. cleared off a bit of the principal and she would have died a pauper just just out of curiosity why didn't you negotiate a fixed rate when the interest rates were lower well so uh when uh when my daughter uh, went to school um, it was kind of an arrangement between my uh, my wife and her. I, I was out of the picture, and uh, and so you know my wife uh, co-signed for that loan. And then when my wife passed away, um, my daughter either had to continue or drop. And I said, in this family, we finished what we started, so let's let's go forward. Well, the only way she could do that is if I were to co-sign for the entire boat. And I didn't really even realize just exactly what I was getting into until, mm. you know, until the paper, the ink was dry on the paperwork. Oh, and so here we are in a high interest rate environment uh, doing the best we can. But it was at 14. We got it down to seven, which is still absurd. You know, that's crazy. You know, I mean, it should, you know, my house loan is, you know, my mortgage is at three <laughs> percent. Yeah, I know. You, you know, you you would think that for a student loan or something that's, you know, good for the uh you know, the, the country to educate the kids and stuff like that, if they're going to federally, you know, subsidize these loans or, you know, whatever, you know, an interest rate that's, that's affordable, you know, three, four, five percent, but, but 14, 
No, no, you're, you're bankrupting the entire country with that kind of and stuff. And you're bankrupting the future. And who in the hell, I mean, seriously, how are these colleges and universities going to convince anybody that they should spend if they continue to raise the tuition cost by twice the rate of inflation every single year? How are they going to stay in business themselves in the years to come? They're screwing themselves in the years to come. But you know what? That's one of the problems in this country. We look at the next quarter, and other places look at the next quarter century, and we don't do that. Uh, I I actually stole that line from In the Line of Fire with Clint Eastwood. I can't take responsibility for it. Uh, Dan, thanks very much. I agree with it. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate the the call. Um, John Malkovich was so good in that movie. But then again, so was Eastwood. I never get sick of watching Clint Eastwood. Do, do you ever get sick of watching Clint Eastwood? And I'm embarrassed to say this because I know he's a total tool, but um, I never get sick of Russell Crowe and his movies. I, I Okay, I just lost a lot of respect. I know you didn't have much to begin with. All right, whatever. All right, it is uh, 10 minutes to 5 at News Radio 930 WBEN. We'll be uh, back to your calls coming up, uh, talking about to whom you give. And the other, the other thing I'd really like to get into is are you guys, I'm presuming most of you are in your 40s, 50s, maybe early 60s, are you subsidizing your adult kids? And I don't know how you get around doing that when. Your kid, your, I mean, there are, folks, there are so many young people in their 20s and 30s who played by the freaking rules. They did what they were supposed to do, and they don't think they're ever going to be able to afford their own house. Is that still a part of the American dream? It's four fifth, and, and they're hoping for a housing bubble to burst. Because they can't, they can't even begin to touch a house right now. And apartments. Have you priced apartments? Apartment prices are through the roof. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they want as much money in not as good a neighborhood for a three-bedroom apartment every month than I was paying for my mortgage when I had a mortgage. I mean, Really? Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to Carl in uh, Dallas, Texas on WBEN. Carl, hello. Thanks, uh, Tom. Yeah, I don't have any particular causes I donate to, but about five years ago I found out that a friend of mine I used to work with at the radio station, he had serious health problems and financial problems and his his kids don't care about him and help it out in the least and uh, had major surgeries, uh, you know, uh, both hips replaced and a whole bunch of other serious stuff. So I started helping him out about five years ago, and pretty much I help him out with taking him to uh, the doctor, paying for his medicine, helping him with his food, uh, helping him keep his storage so he doesn't lose all his belongings. And uh, I've been doing this for almost five years now. And uh, it's probably going to be an ongoing thing, uh, probably till the day he dies, unfortunately, because he has he has nobody, and I'm kind of like uh, the only person that helps him out in any way, especially financially. And he seriously needs uh, a lot of help, and that's what I've been doing pretty much. So I probably couldn't afford to donate to any other causes. I just help him out all the time. Well, I mean, uh, chari- charity begins at home. Yeah, it does. 
Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're if you're helping somebody close to you, uh, that is uh, going to be your priority over helping strangers. And I, that might sound awfully cruel, but it is the way of the world. I mean, how do you tell your kid, "Hey, I just sent five hundred dollars to a charity when they need the five hundred bucks to pay their utilities?" Yeah, I have a I have a hard time explaining to some of my my relatives that I've. So far, I've done almost $50,000 to help them out over five years. And uh, that's what it takes when people really need help and they have nobody else. It, it takes that kind of money, but I'm working. I can afford it. And I think it's money very well spent because my mother was like that. She helped out a couple of people she met in a semi-private room later in life during some of her you know, hospital stays. And these people had nobody to help them. And my mom took care of them after they got out and took care of them you know, for many years until uh, they were gone. And uh, my mom was very helpful that way, and I feel in a way I'm kind of walking in her footsteps, helping out people. And it makes me feel good. Well, that's awfully generous, but it does not excuse you from not being at Dealey Plaza on the 60th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. I'm very proud of, of what you do to your, uh, to help out uh, people, but, uh, you know, you should have been there, man. I'm just saying. Uh, well, well, Tom, all I can tell you is in, to make myself look good in your eyes, I have a SIBO X7, and I didn't know anything about SIBO until I heard all the advertisements that uh, BEN runs, and uh, I'm very happy with it. It's a great machine. Well, thank you very much. Uh, that That's partial redemption, sir. Partial redemption. Thank you. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you very much, Carl, in Dallas. Uh, uh, you know, I'd like to kind of focus uh, in, in the next hour on the whole situation of your kids and their financial situation. And at what point do you say, hey, you're on your own? And at what point do you say, I got to help out here? And, and are your kids concerned that they're never going to be able to afford a home? Never going to be able to afford a new car or a refrigerator or a washer or a dryer because of student loan debt? And I'm sorry, but if you're going to college to get a B.A. in political science, unless you're going to use that as a stepping stone into law school where you can accumulate a hell of a lot more student debt, I think you're wasting your time. You'd better be you'd better off. You'd be better off learning a trade uh, HVAC, electrical, plumbing. And for too long, the society has frowned upon trades and has uh, extolled the virtues of book learning which is uh, very overrated. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.